Jazz hadn't even realized he'd passed out again until the sensation of something crawling on his leg woke him with a panicked, heart-choking jolt. Without thinking, he slapped at whatever it was, bringing the heel of his palm down hard on the makeshift bandage he'd wrapped around the bullet wound. For a moment, the pain was so huge and broad and blinding that he froze, mouth agape, utterly silent, unable to move even his lips for the shock of it. But in the next instant, he screamed, once, short. He had nothing else in him, no fuel for a further bellow of pain. He whimpered instead, desperate to cradle his leg in both hands, terrified to do so. The space around the entry wound felt swollen and ripe, the bandage tighter than it had been. Tears spilled down his cheeks. It wasn't some rodent or insect on his leg as he'd feared, and he dearly wished it was as simple and as easy to deal with as a stray roach or rat. No, it was blood. His own blood, of course. The wound was bleeding again, or still. Maybe it had never stopped in the first place. He didn't know. He flipped open Dog's cell and shined it on his bare leg. A trickle of blood wended its way down to his knee. That's what he'd felt in his sleep. Damn it, damn it, damn it. He didn't know what else to do. The thought of trying to dig in there for the bullet again made him swoon. Could he rewrap the wound, even tighter, apply a tourniquet? You put a tourniquet on there, and you'll end up losing the leg. Ah, but if you don't, you'll end up losing, period. He picked at the edge of the duct tape with which he'd circled his thigh. As he peeled it away, it pulled on the hair on his legs but that pain was nothing compared to when he had to tear the makeshift bandage, his shirt sleeve, away from the open wound itself. He bit down on the same shoe tongue he'd bit down on when getting his pants off. Felt like years ago he'd done that. Years. It had been hours, maybe. He no longer bothered to check the time on either of the cell phones. Pointless. Sure enough, fresh blood was oozing out of the wound. He'd somehow pulled the wound open further. Somehow? With all the thrashing around I've been doing, I'm surprised the whole damn leg didn't fall off. He flashed on a brief tableau of himself without that leg, crutching along a sidewalk somewhere, or limping the hallways of Lobo's Nod High on a blade, more of a freak than ever. At least the outside would match the inside. He had to stop the bleeding, but he had no idea how to do it, other than a tourniquet up high on his leg right up around the groin, really. He'd lose everything from an inch or two below the hip all the way down to his toes. Was this really a debate to be having? Didn't staying alive matter more than anything else? He felt around for his pants in the dark. His fingers glided along something thin and sharp, the butcher knife, the one dog had had in his laptop bag. Jazz had forgotten that he'd snagged it and kept it nearby, just in case Hat came back. He laughed at himself. The very idea. What would he do if that door slid up and Duncan Hershey wandered in, gesture threateningly from the floor before Hat put a bullet between his eyes? And you told the cops Hershey wasn't the guy. So confident, weren't you? He's not the guy, you said. It's not him, you said. Moron. How's that working out for you now? Skipping the knife, he slapped his hand in the dark until he found his pants. Dragging them over to him, he lay on his back, the pants piled on his chest as he threaded his belt out from the loops.
it would suffice as a tourniquet. Wait, wait, do I need to do this? Dummy. With his elbows and one good leg, he managed to drag himself across the storage unit until he bumped against the body of Oliver Belsamo, the deceased half of the hat dog killer. Good. He'd left Belsamo's body near one of the workbenches. Gritting his teeth against the strain and the pain, Jazz used his hands to lift his shot leg as high as he could, then gently lowered it until he felt the solid wood of the workbench at his heel. He ended up with his leg high in the air, stuck at a nearly right angle from his body. For comfort's sake, he had no choice but to lean back, resting his head against Dog's corpse. He'd done this before, propping his leg on Belsamo himself. Maybe if he could keep the leg elevated higher this time, that might stop.